the edge of the unknown, my near-sprung destiny. With stomach clenched and heart between beats, I start my uncredible adventure, guided by faith and an unshakable belief that what I have to say is worth hearing. Hello, welcome to Uncredible Adventures. Quick story before we dive into this episode zero. This going back uh, a few years now to when my middle child was seven years old and he found a bottle, a miniature bottle of Jägermeister, a little miniature bottle of Jägermeister, and it was about the most exciting thing that he could ever imagine in his life. He was absolutely thrilled by it. He came running into the kitchen. Dad, Dad, look at this. Look at this bottle. Look at this little bottle. He said, Dad, can I drink it? Can I drink this? Can I drink this bottle, Dad? And I had to I had to break his heart. I had to say, oh, look, I'm sorry, mate. No, you can't. You can't. It's got alcohol in. It's only for adults. You can't drink it. And he was such a lovely little kid. And you know, that was heartbreaking for anyone. But he looked at me and he said, oh next best thing and he said oh dad can you drink it can I watch you drink it yeah dad can you drink it and I had said to him I'd say to him no no look it's got alcohol in I'm looking after you on my own I shouldn't drink alcohol and he said why not I said well the the problem with alcohol is it can make you out very silly now I don't think there's anything I possibly could have said about alcohol to a seven-year-old boy that would have been more appealing than the idea of his dad drinking something and acting silly. You know, silly is great. We do all sorts of silly things. We back, we used to play a game called the, the Killer Slug, where I used to crawl into a sleeping bag with my head down at the feet end and crawl into the room, pretending that I'd been eaten by a giant slug and it was coming after them. And the boys were allowed to just go to town trying to fight me. They were both too too small and too weak to do any damage, especially when I was curled up inside a sleeping bag. And they just used to kick and punch the hell out of me so I had really good pedigree there of being silly and it being fun for him so he said oh yeah I really want that so I I need to to hammer this point home because I'm not gonna I do not want to down a bottle of Jägermeister at 11 o'clock in the morning so I said no I'm not talking about good silly I'm talking about it can make you do some very silly things he said oh like what I said well For instance, it might make me very clumsy. And imagine if I was clumsy and then when I'm looking after you and your brother, I might trip over and bash into one of you or hurt you or something like that. That wouldn't be fun, would it? And I don't want to take that risk. I'm not going to risk you getting hurt. And he was pretty disappointed, but he was a good kid. And he said, oh, okay, all right. And I said, look, I don't mind if you want to play with it. I don't mind if you want to have it as a toy for a bit. And we managed to get away. He didn't have a tantrum or anything. And we were fine right up until a few days later when I was down at there was a petrol station at the end of our road. We used to go down to buy sweets and things like that. And we were in this petrol station and my little lad, there was a lady in there, an elderly lady who is looking at the the fridge with the wine in it. And he sidled up to her, came up beside her and he looked up to her with his little doleful eyes. And he said to her, our daddy can't drink alcohol. Because it makes him hit us. <laughs> and this, what do you say to that? So I marched over. I said, and I and I said to him, I said yes, and that's why you're not allowed to see him anymore. And I look after you instead, and walked him out the shop as fast as I could. 
Hello and welcome to the Uncredible Adventures podcast. This is episode zero and I am Cornelius. You're either discovering me right at the beginning here or you've found my podcast in some of the later episodes and scroll back to the beginning. In either case, I'm really, really pleased to have you here. I'm really pleased to be talking to you now. This is a, an introductory episode. I want to share who I am. I want to share what the podcast is about. I want to share why I'm doing this podcast. And finally, there's a call to action. If you are interested in podcasting, I want to encourage you to take the leap. So who am I? I'm not Cornelius. Of course I'm not Cornelius. I don't even know anyone called Cornelius and neither do you. Cornelius is my nom de plume. I am to all intents and purposes trying to remain slightly anonymous as I make this podcast. There's three reasons for that. Number one, I've got a job. I've got a day job. It's doing pretty well. It's relatively high profile, but basically I don't want to mix the two. I wouldn't like the two worlds to overlap. The secondly, for me at least, I think doing this anonymously or doing this as a character, Cornelius gives me a, a bit of artistic freedom. Uh, I certainly don't want to be recording very personal stories bearing my soul with the image in my head of some of the bullies that I went to school with, finding it, laughing their heads off. And and thirdly, because frankly, you don't know who I am anyway. And being Cornelius allows me to slip into the very best version of myself for, for your listening pleasure. So when I was 14, we did work experience at school. And in the run up, I remember we had to go up into the food technology room and they laid out all these job specs and different jobs you could choose and places you can go and do your work experience. And I had some friends who went and worked at a golf course. Someone went and worked at a radio station, I think. Someone worked in an amusement arcade. I was quite timid back then. I held back a bit. I didn't put myself too far forward. And I was left to sort through the dregs right at the end of the day when all the cool jobs had gone. And really the only viable option for me to choose was to go for a week to work on a fish farm. Now, <laughs> that's not too much of a punishment. I, I loved fish. I was really interested in, in fish back then. And working at a fish farm I thought could be quite enjoyable. So I rocked up on my first day, made myself known to one of the lads there. And he took me through to someone else that I was going to be working with and as a prank I guess as, as a, a way of hazing the new guy or having a bit of fun at my expense he said to him hey Mick Mick this is Cornelius Cornelius is going to be working with you today can you show him the ropes and introduce him to everyone now as I said I, I was pretty timid certainly timid enough uh, not to immediately correct him and I missed the second really important opportunity when the that the guy forgot my name later in the day and he said, oh, what was your name again? I was just about to say it and he said, Cornelius, wasn't it? And I just nodded meekly, sealed to my fate, realising that I was, had missed two opportunities to correct anyone and now I was Cornelius. So he called me Cornelius all day. He introduced me to everyone as Cornelius. I became Cornelius. I was in way too deep, so I decided just to go along with it. It was a really good week. I really, really enjoyed it. They had some otters there that I got to, to feed and to play with. Got to feed all the trout in massive ponds. That was really fun. And then towards the end of the week, Thursday perhaps, of certainly getting towards the end of the week, I was busy pressure washing the inside of an emptied koi carp pond. Incredibly fun working with that kind of tool when you're 14. 
And I looked up and I saw one of the teachers from school standing watching me with a sly grin on his face. He looked me in the eyes and he said, Hello, Cornelius. Apparently he'd arrived, gone to the front desk, said, Look, I'm here to check on my the kid from my school. And they said, Oh, are you talking about Cornelius? And he said, Well, I don't think so. He said, Yeah, yeah, Cornelius out in the back there. And he realised exactly what would happen and come to wind me up about it. One of the one of the most embarrassing things that had happened to me up until that point in my life, I think I think previous to that, the worst had been probably climbing onto my dad's shoulders in the swimming pool, having him turn around and realise it wasn't my dad. Yeah, utterly mortifying, uh, utterly humiliating to have this teacher. Fortunately, the name Cornelius didn't follow me back to school. <laughs> he, he dropped it. But here I dread to think how many years later embracing it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to become Cornelius. I'm going to remind myself how much I've grown and moved on from that place. And for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to be Cornelius. At least up into the day, I think I get called into my boss's office and he looks at me and he says, hello, Cornelius. I want to tell you a bit about why I'm doing this podcast. And it starts really, the background is that I'm a reader. I absolutely love books from the age of probably probably about the same age that I got called Cornelius. I think I was about 13 or 14. I went on holiday and one of my cousins had the book Red Dwarf, Infinity Welcomes Careful Drivers. And he, and out of sheer boredom, we were on a narrow boat and there was not much going on. I started to read it and became a reader on that holiday. Really got absorbed in the book for the first time and discovered the magic that is reading, living lives through pages, through words on pages that zone you get yourself into when you're entirely focused and the world fades away and you're living the life and the experiences and everything that the, the the pictures are so much more vivid than on tv and i've read really really extensively over the years all sorts of things i don't have a, a particular genre but i read all sorts of things definitely my preferred medium i'm not a film watcher i've never been able really to watch films until quite recently i realized that if i put subtitles on a film it helps me to concentrate. I'm sure that perhaps, uh, you know, I should have or, or would have been diagnosed with ADHD or something like that because I, I can't sit and watch a film. It doesn't absorb me. I don't pay attention. I miss plot points and I'm not there. Apart from if there are subtitles on the screen, in which case I'm kind of forced to read them and I get into a film a little bit more. However, I've realised it's mortifyingly embarrassing for my teenage kids now to watch a film with subtitles on. They find it so irritating, so ting and embarrassing. So, yeah, one conflict that we have in our house. But about 13 years ago, I changed jobs to one where I spent, or certainly at the time, I was spending at least four hours a day in the car, sometimes more spent constantly driving and very very quickly got bored of listening to music radio hearing the same top 10 hits played over and over on a loop and i discovered radio 4 for anyone who's not familiar with radio 4 bbc radio 4 is the british national radio station owned and operated by the bbc this is from their wikipedia it broadcasts a wide variety of spoken word programs including news drama comedy science and history it's a great summary, really, because it, it is incredibly broad and varied and spending so much time in the car listening to so much of it, you dip into all sorts of different genres, stories, tales, documentaries. Absolutely would say that during that period of my life when I was constantly driving Radio 4 
absolutely saved me, kept my brain active, taught me so many things, entertained me. To start the day in deep history lesson with Melvin Bragg. I was a reg listener every day to Women's Hour for years and years. Really got into the archers, absolutely loved the afternoon play. A few years ago, in fact, I wrote, I wrote, had two attempts at writing afternoon plays. Wrote them, scripted them up, sent them into the writer's room. And what they do, or certainly what they did at the time in the BBC writer's room, is that they guarantee they'll read the first 10 pages. And then if it's promising enough from the first 10 pages, they will read the entire script and give you feedback. If it's not, you get it sent back without any feedback. Both of my plays got returned without feedback. Nevertheless, I'm proud that I wrote them. Uh, I've got them here, treasure them. And do you know what? One day I'm going to get some friends. I'm going to get a few people around. I'm going to rig up a couple of microphones and we're going to record them. I'm going to release them on this podcast. Now, one program on Radio 4 for me, if I had to, if I had to have a Desert Island Radio 4 program, it would be Shortcuts with Josie Long. So I read this this afternoon from from Josie's website. Shortcuts is a showcase for delightful and adventurous short documentaries. Each week, join Josie as she dives into the world of true stories, brief encounters, radio adventures, and found sound. Oh, even even Josie says that at the beginning of every episode, and even hearing that gets me a little bit excited. It is just the most perfect podcast, the perfect bit of radio you've ever heard. Totally varied, and it's all about people telling their stories, all about people talking about their experience, hearing different voices, understanding different people and the way they lived and the things they've done. Some of them are funny, some of them are sad, some of them are scary, some of them are mind-boggling, some are completely unbelievable. But one of the, the, the biggest things that really reels me in is just the connection you get to the to the voice and hearing it coming out of the people's mouth, the people that lived these stories. Being able to hear someone's voice when they tell the story, it really does add an extra dimension. And that goes for Josie as well. I feel like I've known Josie for all my years. I feel like she's my friend. I feel like she's part of my life. And really, for me, that's the power of radio. That's the power of podcasts. That's the power of spoken word. So more recently, I did discover podcasts. They probably were around all those years ago, but I... I Probably only about four or five years ago, I started branching out and discovering podcasts first with Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. More recently, comedy podcasts like the Beef and Dairy Network, um, St. Elwick's Community Association newsletter podcast, and Blind Boy. The Blind Boy podcast is an absolute masterpiece. For me, that is the, the, the perfect, perfect podcast. Just one guy and a microphone sharing his mind. It feels like he's sitting in the room with you. He's, I mean, he's a, he's a genius. He does incredible things, really good with the sound, the, way, the whole way it's produced. It's interesting. It's thought-provoking. And I was listening to some of his back catalogue, and he talks about talks about why he, how he started doing his podcast or why he started doing it. And he talks about Scroobius Pip, was someone that he knew that had a podcast. And effectively, the conversation was, he said, oh, how are you doing this? They had a chat and he said, yeah, you should give it a go. And so he thought, I'll give it a go. And honestly, you listen to the first episode that he released, it was already incredibly polished and well-made. But this is a seasoned performer, someone who's, who's worked in the arts for their entire career and, and is at the top of his game. And it makes it, quite intimidating it's very inspiring for me to think that someone can create these these little nuggets of 
entertainment that are that to me become they my companion they're my friend when I'm travel I still travel a lot for work I stay away from home a lot I spend time alone in hotels and having podcasts having these voices having these stories really do help me when I need to relax they help me feel connected to something and I think with with the blind boy podcast it is so good but equally he he was coming from the back of already being commercially successful in a variety of different things and actually there was huge pressure you know the bravery and the confidence it must have taken to just record and release that podcast he had he had a lot of things to lose he had his reputation he had his name and and the expectation of what he's able to release now i don't have any of that you don't know who i am if you do know who i am you still don't know who i am and i decided there and then listen to that episode do you know what i'm gonna do it i've got things to share there's a phrase, I don't know what it is exactly, but it says basically perfection is the enemy of getting it done. And it's all about if you spend too much time worrying about doing something really, really well and getting it perfect, you will never get it finished. Sometimes you just have to get stuck in. You have to get rid of that fear of failure. You have to overcome the the worry and being intimidated about releasing yourself and exposing yourself and putting something out in the big world world. And just give it a go. So that's where I am. And this is what I'm doing. This for me has been, I've been working on this. This is probably the, this is the first episode, but I've got a couple that I've already recorded. And it has really become a creative outlet for me already. A chance for me to share what with, with the world and share with you, hopefully what the radio and podcasts have given to me. And if I reach one person, if there's one person listening to this, it will be absolutely worth it. Uh, now that is if I reach one person there's something else you realize when you start looking into podcasts and thinking about them is that it is shockingly the discovery of podcasts the ability to search for podcasts or to find new podcast content is shockingly bad if you go onto Apple or Google or Spotify and try and search for some podcasts you see there's virtually no no customized search that you can do to find what you want. You probably end up looking by categories and you're only going to be shown the absolute biggest and the best, the most popular, which also tend to be the, the, the podcasts that have the most money around them or got a celebrity name or a celebrity voice. Now they're brilliant. There are some really, really good podcasts out there, but what you've got to realize is there's hundreds of thousands of people recording podcasts, just like me with a microphone, with their computer in a spare bedroom just talking into the microphone and bearing their soul. And that really is one of the wonderful things, again, about podcast as a medium is that the barriers to entry are so low. You could you could do the entire thing on you. I recommend you get a microphone and, and try and improve it slightly if you can, but you could record an entire podcast, you could publish it, you could do every single piece of it from your phone. So what an opportunity. You don't need to send a script to the writer's room. You don't need to get commissioned. You don't need to be famous. You don't need any of that. All you have to do is sit down, tell your story, put it out there, and you can connect with the world. This is it's the Wild West, and, and now is the time to get involved. And if you're even slightly thinking about it, then jump in. Do it with both feet. So I've really started over... The last couple of months, I've started trying to look for more independent podcasts, trying to listen to things that are off the beaten track and finding ways. This afternoon, I, I found a podcast called Friends Partying in Hell. Great podcast. I, I sent them sent them a tweet and they responded immediately. Like That's the wonder, I think, of some of these smaller podcasts is that you actually can have a two-way 
dialogue. And these are three guys in America, don't have a huge amount in common with them, would never meet them, I'd probably never talk to them. But here I am sitting in on their chats when they when they talk to each other. In fact, I'll read you a little bit from their bio here. Friends Partying in Hell is an irreverent podcast hosted by lifelong pals who use humour to stay connected. Now, I'm really excited. I'm going to keep searching. I'm going to keep trying to find small podcasts. I'm going to try and do a little bit of what Josie Long does in Shortcuts, where she brings diverse voices and diverse stories from all over the place. But in the meantime, this is my podcast. And I know I really don't want to put you off right now, but it is a work in progress, a very steep learning curve for me. I'm learning sound engineering and technical skills, trying to get this to sound halfway listenable. I'm finding my voice and working out what works and what doesn't work. That said, I'm bloody good at conversation. All those years of reading, of listening to documentaries, of chatting to people, of being social, working in a job that makes me meet a lot of different people in a lot of different situations has given me some really good stories. I've got tidbits of information. I've got knowledge and I've got a good eye for a story as well. I've got a lot to share and this is my platform. I'm going to use it. It will be entertaining. You will enjoy it. There's something here for everyone. The couple of things I don't want to do, we'll see, I mean, we'll see, let's see where this podcast goes, but off the bat, I'm going to say I don't want to get involved in any politics. I want to be really limited on the current events because for me, what this podcast is about and what it should be for you is this should be an escape from the world. This isn't a podcast that keeps you in reality or keeps you informed of your day-to-day life. It should be an escape. It should be stories, tales. It should take you somewhere like a good book does, a good fiction book takes you somewhere where you've never been and shows you new things i've got a couple of the couple of episodes recorded in the can ready to launch which i'll all be launching on the same day first one is is just some memories i have of a crazy place that i lived some funny interesting people i met some things that went wrong for me and uh, and a little bit of travel advice that this is somewhere that you can go and things you can see the second one is a story about me cutting down an apple tree that i did just the other weekend and all the memories that that invoked and the third one so far is about a trip to Scotland and the Highlands that I went to as a a teenager and then looking back on it and understanding a little bit more about the history of the places that I visited at that time and all the things I hadn't appreciated and it deals with with quite a harrowing time in Scottish history the Highland clearances which was an event I had absolutely no idea about but is is quite shocking very shocking, in fact. But my since I since I decided I was going to do this podcast, my notebook truly is overflowing. I'm remembering every brilliant story I've ever been told, every interesting place I've been, all the things that have happened to me. I've got them lined up. I've got enough here for for forty episodes before we, before we even start. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, then please help me out. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave a comment. Give me a review listen to some of the other episodes and tell someone about it. Please share, share one of my tweets or or tell someone to tune in who wouldn't otherwise. Like I said, discovery for podcasts is really, really difficult and really, really poor. And the only way that I'm going to reach people, the only way that people are going to hear what I'm saying is if the people that do manage to find it are sufficiently motivated to share it, to talk to me, to give me feedback, to help me improve. And I really hope we can go on that journey together. And if you are one of the people that's listening to this right at the beginning or very, very early on, then 
it would be really good to have you along for this journey. Let's see where we go. If you're Josie Long and you're listening to this, send me a message. Please, let's go for coffee. Nothing weird. <laughs> I just want to sit and talk to you. Oh, it came across really creepy there. I don't know how to how to back out of that one. And I don't have time to go back and, and edit it out. So there we are. But so that's me. That's the podcast. That's what you can expect. I really hope I'm going to see you on this journey. I really hope you're going to give me some feedback. And if you are thinking about podcasting, if you're considering doing it, if you're maybe even working on it, then I'm going to tell you now, take the risk, do that thing, give it a go. Don't wait to be ready, whether that's podcasting or CrossFit or kayaking or writing a book or singing a song or auditioning for something, just give it a go stop planning start doing and if you're interested in podcasting in particular then please send me a message and I'll get you going if you're listening in in 2032 and you've heard me on my radio 4 show and somehow found your way back to this podcast then send me a message equally I'm sure my my PA will be more than happy to give you some information to get you going the final bit I want to talk to you about is the name uncredible adventures for me this is a story based podcast every story is an adventure most of these stories you're going to hear are mine but a lot of them are stories from people that I've met interesting things that people have told me interesting conversations I've had and I'm a real firm believer in the adage they say never let the truth get in the way of a good story I truly believe you should embellish you should edit you should amplify in order to make a story better because what you're aiming for you want the impact on your listener to be the same as the impact it had on you when you lived that story. And if you need to change some of the details or amp it up or increase the the volume slightly, then more's the better. But I absolutely love the word incredible. It is my favourite backhanded compliment. It's my favourite insult to give virtually anyone. If you look in a dictionary, incredible means impossible to believe or difficult to believe. But you say it to anyone and they take it as a compliment. You say, I use it at work all the time. I use it in life. Whenever someone's telling me a story that is clearly made up or they've clearly edited it to make themselves the good guy, I'll always say, that's incredible. Oh, wow. And he was a professional cage fighter and you did that to him. Wow, that is incredible. (laughs) So I'm going to head off here. These stories are uncredible. Uncredible, a sister word to incredible. I think there's a little bit of dubiousness in the the word incredible that allows you to use it as a compliment when you mean it's an insult. Uncredible is a little bit more forceful saying, no, there's definitely, there's absolutely no, it's not credible what this person is saying. But here's the promise. None of these stories is made up, but none of these stories is entirely true. And I guess the game is for you to try and work out which bits are credible and which bits are uncredible. I am Cornelius. This is the Uncredible Adventures podcast. I'm really happy to have you on this journey, and I'd love to hear from you. So please look up the website, uncredibleadventures.com. Send me a message on Twitter at UncrediblePod or Instagram at UncrediblePodcast or email me hello at uncredibleadventures.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>